0: Continuing on Dafai and Gimel, if a child is found abandoned, as long as he's still in the shuk, his parents would be believed to say that he belongs to them, and therefore he's not pasal. But once he's found outside of the shuk, the parents are not believed, because by then the shame as Sufi has already been established on the child. Unless it's a year of famine, when many children are abandoned, then parents are believed, even if the child is found outside of the shuk. Rukhizda says there are three people who are only believed if they testify immediately. Number one regarding an Asufi, that parents say, it's our child. Number two, Achaya, the nurse who delivers the baby to say which of two children of twins is considered the Bechor, i.e. for Pishnayim, for the Yerusha. And number three, Piteras Chavuray if three women shared one bed and blood was found, the question is who it belongs to. A midwife who has multiple births in one house, she's believed to say this child came from the Kayin's wife, and this one came from the Mamzer's wife. A Paisic is believed to say who was the one who won the Din but this is only if the litigants are standing in front of him. But if the litigants aren't in front of him, he isn't believed because he may have forgotten by then. Rab Nachman says, there are three people who can testify that a child is a Bechor. Number one, the midwife, but only immediately. Number two, the mother, but only up until the bris mila. And number three, the father. He can testify forever that his son is a Bechor because the Paisic says, Ki ben ha-Bechor yakir, And he is the one who is yakir. But to testify that his son is a Chol, the Chachamim say, the father is not believed. However, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he is believed. The Mishnah. A person that cannot marry into the Kahal Hashem can still intermarry. For example, a Mamzer can marry another Mamzer, or can marry a Shtuki. Rabbi Yehuda says, this is Asr also. Rabbi Lazar says, a definite Psul can marry another definite Psul. But a suffix Psul, for example, a Shtuki or a Kusi, cannot marry a definite Psul, the Gemara. The Havamin is that our Mishnah is dealing with those who are ushered to marry into a kahuna, but the Maskana refutes this. where asks, What is a mamzer? Abi Akiva says, If the relationship is one whose punishment is for a chayveh lav, then the child is considered a mamzer. Shimon HaTemani, which is how we paskin, says, Only if the relationship is one that results in Karis bidei shamayim, is the child born out of that relationship considered a mamzer. Abi Yeshua says, only if the relationship produces a of misis, besnin, is the, consider, the child is considered to be a mamzer. The wife of a Safik Khal is considered kosher, since it's svek, sveka. The Mara says the is like Rebbe Lazar, that a vadne mamzer cannot marry a soffek mamzer. Rebbe Liezer says a kusi cannot marry a kusis, since they have a halacha of a ger after ten generations. And he holds, like Rabbi Yishma, that kusim are considered gere e ar-reus. Rabbi Akiva holds, however, that Oved kechavim the Ever Habav have Mamzer. If an Oved kechavim has a relationship with a Bas Yisrael, the Vlad, the child, is considered a Mamzer. So, if any guy has a relationship with a Bas Yisrael, the child is considered a Mamzer. The Halacha, however, follows the opposing view to this, who holds that the Vlad is considered kosher in such a relationship. However, there's a machleikis amongst the paiskim as to the meaning of Havlad Kosher in a situation like this. The Piskei Taisvis learns from Taisvis here, a Taisvis is of the opinion that the child born of such a relationship actually assumes the status of his Goyesha father, and therefore he must convert before marrying a Yisrael. He says that the term Havlat Kusher only means that he can marry a Yisrael subsequent to his conversion, whereas had he been considered a Mamzer, he would never be able to be permitted to marry a Yisrael under any circumstances. Tafayin <laughs> Vav. Rabbi says, the reason a Kusi cannot marry a kusis is because they don't know all the halachas of Kedushin very well. However, in halachas that they are B'kiyamin, then we can trust them. The Mishnah. If a person wants to marry a Koyhanas, he must first examine the family up to four generations going backwards to be sure that there are no Mamzeris or Yichas issues in that family. If her grandfather was a Dayan or a Gavite Tzedakah in Yerushalayim, it's a that the Yichas is good, and you do not need to do this Bedika that the Mishnah is talking about. Gemara. When women have a big argument, they insult each other by saying one who is Mazana. They're saying to the other one that you are Mazana. But when men have an argument or disagreement, they accuse each other of psule kahal. Our Mishnah, which says badika is necessary, is according to mayor. But the Chachamim say, you don't need to be baidik in mishpachas, since we say, mishpachas hein unless you have reason to believe it is a problem, you say that they have a cheskas kashas, and therefore you do not need to make a badika. And the Halacha follows the opinion of the Chachamim, who say all families are presumed to be kosher unless witnesses come and testify otherwise however in this halacha there's a machlekas rishaynim Rashi and the Ramah in Tur Evan HaEzer Beis, are of the opinion that this kasherus can only be applied to a known family that was assumed all along to be a mishpacha ksherah However with regard to an unknown family they hold that there is no automatic presumption of kashrus, and therefore one must conduct an investigation into such a family's ancestry before he marries them. Many other ishainim, however, the ran, the rajba, the ritva, disagree, and maintain that the Chachamim's rule of kol ha kashrus is effective even to permit marriage into a family where it is unknown whether they're kosher or not. Then, Marist says if a person was listed in the official directory of Dayanim. He also doesn't need bedika. Because before anyone becomes a Dayan, they first check out that person's yichus. Therefore, they're presumed to be OK if he's listed in this directory. If someone is in the army of David HaMelech, it's also a sign that he has good yichus, Since to fight in his army, they first also did a yichus check. Finally, David HaMelech had 400 soldiers, all of whom were descendants of women, captured under the halacha of Eishas, Yafas Tayer, which is the halacha we know by a war. Dafayin Zayin, the Mishnah. If a chol married a Basisra, any child from that union will remain a chol, and future children will also be chalelim. If, however, Yisrael married a chalola, a woman, then the daughter of this union is kosher, since only a man passes the title of chalol to children. Rabbi Yehuda says that a daughter of a ger is posel, just like the daughter of a chalol. Rabbi ben Ya'kob says that this particular daughter is kosher, unless both parents are gerim. Then the child is considered posel. Rabbi Yehuda says, even if both parents are gerim, the child are kosher l'karuna. Gemara. Rabbi Stoy, Rabbi Yehuda, says, a mother who is a chalala does not pass this title to a child. Since the Pasuk says, In fact, unless both parents are chalalim, the child is considered kasha. What is a chalala, the Gemara asks. A child, the Gemara answers, that was born from a pussel relationship. If a Kayan has relations with a triple grusha, the man is only chayev once. But if the woman is an almana, grusha, chalala, and a zaina, in that order, then he has four chayuvim, since this is the order of the psukim. This is because although we normally hold ein isr chal al isr, but if it's an isr Maisif, i.e. it adds to the previous isr, then you can pile one isr on top of the other. So how does that work here? We have first almana. She was first an almana. Almana is only asr to a kain gadol. Now she's a grusha. Grusha is an isr Maisif. Since the isr of, of, of marrying a grusha is not only to a kain gadol, but is misif a kain hedged as well. Because a kain hedged is also asr to marry a grusha. When she becomes a chalala, it's further isser meisef because she becomes Usr in truma, and finally when she becomes a Zoina, it adds to the isser that she becomes Usr to all Yisraelim, as well, as well as the kain gadol, as well as the kain Hedid, and so on and so forth. If a nazir drank wine all day, then he's only chayav once, but if he was warned two different times, then he actually becomes chayav twice. Reb Shimon holds if a person eats from an avela on yom kippur, which is two separate isserim, he's Pater from Karas, since ain isser chal al isser. The Einish for Yom Kippur, Karis, cannot be khal on the previous Isser of Nevela, which is Malchus. But the say, He is Chayav on Karas Kippur, since the Isser of Yom Kippur is more Chamor than the Isser of Nevela. But vice versa, they would be Maida to rip Think of as if a Jew has relations with his sister, she receives a halacha of Zaina, since she had relations with an erva. What if he happens to be a Kain? Does she also receive the title of Where he answers, according to Abaya, no since the title of Chalola can only come from an Iser that is directly related to Kahuna. For example, a Grusha l'Kayen. If a Kayen Gadol marries and has relations with an Almana, he gets malchus twice. For the Iser of L'Yikach, which prohibits the kedushin, and for the Iser of L'Yichal, which prohibits the Bia, which turns her into a Chalola. Rabbi Yehuda says, just like the daughter of a Chalol is Posel kahuna, so too is the daughter of a Ger considered Posel kahuna. This is learned from a Kalvachimer, since if a Chalol, which came... From a tipa kshera is a cholal, A kalvachem or a ger who comes from a tipa psula should be considered a cholal. Rabbishim ben Yechai says a geyaris who is less than three years old and is not roi lebia, she will be kahuna. But the Rabbinans say she would not be kashalikahuna, as the Pasik in Yechaskel says, misera base Yisrael. The only people who were allowed to sit in the hechal of the beis hamikdash were people who came from Malchus based David. The Gemara that the Allah is like Rabbi that even if both parents are Gerim, the daughter is kasher l'kahuna. But after the Hurban beis HaMikdash, the Kohanim took on a Hurman that one parent should really be Jewish in order for a Kayan to be able to marry her, the Mishnah. If a father says on his son that he's a mamzer, we don't believe him, since he's considered an aid puzzle, He's a relative. He's his father. And even if both the mother and the father say he's a mamzer, they're also not believed the Gemara says. However, according to Rabbi Yehuda, just like a father is believed to say a son is a Bechor, so too he's believed to say he's a Mamzer. So the Pasik says Yakir. The next Mishnah. A person appointed a shliach to find a husband for his daughter, but instead of the father, instead of the shliach doing it, the father ended up doing it himself. He found her a husband. If the father's Kedushan was first, that Kedushan is Chal the Shliach's Kedushin ended up happening first, then that particular Kedushin is Chal. If we don't know which one was first, she needs a get from both in order to marry a third man. And all these same halachas would apply if she made a Shliach to find herself a husband herself, but she ends up doing it by herself. The time period for Bagris is six months. When a girl turns age 12, she goes from being a Katana to a Nara, where she is a Nara for six months. Then, At age 12 and a half, she becomes a Bagaris a mikveh that was measured and found not to have 40 saw, we know, but a mikveh in order to be kosher needs 40 saw, we say, the kalem that were put and were titled into this mikveh become tameh, even though the mikveh is in Arishos Harabim, and safek tumah tumer Harabim is kosher, but we have a tarthi l'reyasa, number one there's a chazaka the kalem, this particular kelim which wasn't titled yet has a chazaka that it's tame, and now the mikveh is clearly Puzzle, because the Nikka doesn't have 40 sa, so these two create a Tarti the Reyesa, and therefore we say that all of the Kalim that were titled up until that point become Tame, even Lamaphreya. We pass in like Rav, that if now she's a Bogaris, we assume before she also was a Bogaris, and we're not cheshush for the Kedushan of the father, i.e., we're not that the Kedushan took place when she was in fact a Nara. The Mishnah. A man went overseas with his wife, and then he returned with his wife and some children. So if it comes to the question of if these wife and children are psula, you can say that everyone is kosher, since she was checked out when they got married. But if the wife dies, you'll need a raya that these children are in fact kosher. The Gemara. Since the children cling to this woman, and we know that the woman is okay because she was checked out once before, it's a raya that these children belong to her. Based on a chazaka, the fact that they're clinging to her. Davpeh. There was a woman who came to Yushalayim with a child, and we're not really sure if this child belongs to her, but it appears that Child does belong to her, so after a while, a call actually sort of develops that says, and people assume that the son, this person, is her son. And then he had relations with her, so even though we never had Adam, that he was mamish her son, but based on this chazaka that he acted as her son, Besdin gave them both the punishment of Srefa for the relationship that they had. If we have a child and the child was found next to dough that was truma dough, and the child had some dough in his hand, Ramir says. All the dough remains Tahar, because the Isa, this dough is Becheskis Tahara imedus, and since a mute of kids don't play with garbage at all, we say Smeich me'it lechazaka, we combine the two, and it becomes a suffix, and suffix tumabrishus harabim, we say lekula. However, the Chamim say that the dough is Tome, since it's the derech of children to play with garbage and with insects, so his hands are probably Tome, and we say Ruba Bechazaka, Ruba Adif. So, based on this chazaka of garbage, we must burn this truma because it's technically tummy. The next Mishnah is background. In At-Tayra, it's only asr for a man to have yichud with a woman who is an erva to him. But the Bezdin of Dov and was geizer and isra yichud even with a pnuya, an unmarried woman, as we see in Sanhedrin d'Af Chafalaf. Also, Hilal and Shameh in Avayduzara d'Af Lamidvav said that yichud is also asr with a Gayusha woman. And the Mishnah says, a man is not allowed to be alone with two women, meaning even two women. Surely with one woman, he's not allowed to be alone. The Rambam in Hilchas Isure Bia, Perak Chofbez, paskens that any man, even from age nine, cannot be left alone with a woman in a secluded room. However, one woman can be alone with two men. Rabshiman says, even one man can be together with two other women, as long as his wife is with him. And he can sleep with them in an inn, since his wife will watch over him. In addition, a man is allowed to be alone with his mother or his daughter, there's no Yichud, and he can sleep with them as well. In Shulchan Arach, evana Ezer, Simen, Chof, Aleph, we pasken that he can even hug or kiss them, i.e. he can hug or kiss his mother or daughter. And the Gemara says, One man cannot have Yichud with two women, because of what Tanadavei Eliyahu said, "Nashim Daiton Kalos, Women are lightheaded and may yield to the temptation and have relations with this man. The Khmer asks, "How do we know the isur of yichud Minatar? The answers from Devarim, Parak Yud Gimel. The pasuk says, "Ki yisischa achicha Benimecha that only a son can be misyached with his mother, but a man cannot be misyached with anyone else. If a child dies before he is thirty days old, he is not considered a full viable child and doesn't get a full levaya with a Rabbim. An abashal is matir even a man and two women to go alone to the burial. And there is no chashash yichod, since during mourning, the kayach of the Sahara is broken. But the Rabbanon say it's also for a man to go with two women, since even during Aninus, even, even during this period of grief and mourning, the Sahara still has power, and we have to be chashash for yichod. The Lord says the only time a woman can be secluded with two men is if these men are cherim, But if they're immoral, they're prutsim, she can't be left alone with even ten men, since they're not embarrassed in front of each other to do veris. The hetero of one woman to be secluded with two men is only beir, in the city. But when traveling, you need three men with one woman, since maybe one will need to relieve himself, and if there were only two, the one would now be left with one, and the one woman could potentially be Misyachet with the one man, and there could potentially be an Iser Yichud. If Yichud takes place, we give Malkus if she was a Pnuyah. But if she was an Eshazish, she doesn't become Aser to her husband, and no Malkus are given, because otherwise it would generate Losh hara. People would see that Malkus were being given to this man because of the Yichud, and then people would start talking about a relationship which in fact could potentially not even be true at all. If the husband is in a particular city, you can't have Yichud with his wife, but if someone does, there is no malchus. Rabbi Yisuf says if the area where the Yichud takes place is open to a rishus HaRabim, Pesach le rishus HaRabim, there were not chayshish for Yichud, and one can be left alone with a woman in such a room. Rav Kahana says if a house has an inner chamber and an outer chamber, if the men are on the outside, there's no chashash of yichud. Mashiach if the women are on the outside, then it's usher. A different it says that the halacha is exactly the opposite. Now what about bizman hazeh? You go over to visit a friend's house, and no one is home but his sister. And she invites you in from the cold weather for a hot cup of tea. So in order to avoid the iser of yichud, what can you do? Is it okay to simply unlock the door, but you can leave it closed, except that it's just unlocked? Or are you mechuyiv to actually leave the door mamish open so people can easily see in? The base mayor, which is brought in Shilos to Rabbi Akiva Eger, Chelek Aleph, says that merely leaving a door unlocked but not open does not protect against Yichud, since people on the outside cannot mamersi in. The Binyan Sian, however, in Chelek Aleph, Simon Kuflamit Ches, brings down a Tshubis Harajba that clearly indicates, contrary to the base mayor, that merely unlocking the door is sufficient, and one does not have to leave it open, but as long as one unlocks it, that's enough. The says when there was a drasha to be given, they used to set up barriers between the men and the women so there wasn't a shash of yichad or znus. Rabbi when he used to say tachdun, used to ask for protection against his hara. Rabbi Akiva used to cry when he came across certain psukim, especially those that dealt with people doing averes v'shaygik. The says a person can periodically be secluded with his sister, but he can live full-time with his mother or daughter since the taiva of erva is not that strong with them. But Shmuel said seclusion is forbidden with any erva, even with an animal. The Gemara says once a daughter reaches the age of Higdilu, a father cannot sleep with her unless they both have clothing on. The ages of Higdilu are nine for a girl and 12 for a boy. The Rush learns that for a girl, the age is three. Others say that it isn't totally in age, but rather it's totally in maturity, etc. From the Maisa about Shmuel's granddaughter on his lap, the Bach and the Rambam learn that it is mutter for a grandfather to come into close contact with a granddaughter. But this is only mutter if she isn't married yet. Once she's married, it's oser for him to do that. The Rant says this is oser, even if she isn't married. Whether a grandfather is allowed to kiss a granddaughter, ayin and shulchan arach, evan ezer, simen, chaf, Aleph sif, yud, and in igres, meisha, evan ezer, simen, chaf. Shmuel here said that the reason he made close contact with his granddaughter was the shame shamayim, so that his daughter would be happy in seeing the love he showed to his granddaughter. From here, the Ramban in Sefer amitzvahs Leisase Simon Shin Nun Gimel brings a raya that the Isar of negia by Arias is only an Isur Mirabanan, not an iser midaraisa, because had this been an Isser Miraisa, there would be no heter to do it for the purposes of the shem shamayim. The Rambam, however, holds that negia by Arias touching by Arayis, is an iser midaraisa. The Mishnah, a man who is not married yet should not be a teacher of children because he'll have to be in contact with their mothers who bring them to school. This could lead to Yichud. And a woman may not teach children because she'll be in contact with their fathers. The Prisha holds that this Isir is only for an unmarried woman. Rabbi in the Mishnah, says, a bachelor may not herd cattle and two bachelors may not sleep in one blanket because of a chash of mishkab zahar. The Chachamim say this is Mutter. Gemara. Generally, we're not chayshish for mishkav zahar because Jews generally don't do this, so we don't worry about it. When we say that an unmarried man shouldn't be a Malabit, it means even if he has a wife, but his wife isn't around. He still, in that case, should not be a Malabit. The Mishnah. Anyone whose business is with women is not allowed to be left alone with women, even if there are three or four women. Also, a man should not teach his son a trade, an umnis, that will require him to interact mainly with women. Rameir says, A man should always teach his son a trade that is clean and not degrading. Umnis nikiah vikala. The Orach learns that nikiah vikala means a trade that won't lead to Geneva. Rameir adds that a man should be misbalel to Baruchu, so that he should be successful in his business, since Hatzlacha in business is all based on mazel from Akkadish Baruchu. Abu Guria says, A man shouldn't teach his son to be a sailor or a carriage driver, since these trades are ridden with Geneva. Also, one shouldn't be a shepherd since he'll allow his sheep to graze on other people's fields, which is Ganeva. The Mishnah then says that the best doctors should go to Gehenna. Since Rashi explains, most doctors don't fear sickness, so they aren't humble. The Marsha points out that only doctors who think they're tayv, as the Lushan says um, in the Mishnah, who think they're the best, arrive for Gehenna, since they won't consult with their colleagues, and patients may die unnecessarily because of this. Also, a sheikhit is similar to a malek, because by killing animals, he becomes insensitive to life. Reb said he abandoned all trades in the world in order to only teach his son, Taira. And by learning Taira, it allows a person to be kind of the pleasure of Ilam Hazah and keep the Karen Kayamas the principle to enjoy in Ilam Haba. But the rewards of all other trades are only in Ilam Hazah. When a man becomes old or sick, he dies. But Taira guards people in this world and benefits in this world as well as Ilam Haba, as we see from Avramavino shama Avraham mishmarti As we see in Bereshia's, perech chafvav. That Avram fulfilled all the mitzvahs, even before the Torah was given. On this, the chsamsefer asks, how can we say Avraham Avinu was mekayim all the mitzvahs before he was commanded to do so? We know that he wasn't mekayim bris milah until Hashem commanded him to do it. The Briskarab says, since milah is a two-way street, as it says, you need the consent of both parties. So for this mitzvah, Avram had to wait until Hashem commanded him to be mekayim, the mitzvah. The Gemara: People who are blood letters or tanners cannot be a melech or a kain gadol, since these jobs are degrading and they have evil in them. I.e., the person who does them has an evil eye. Blood letters are also chayshish for gezel, shvichas damim, and ganeva. A nice melechah to teach a child is quilting, which is nakiyah vikala. The Gemara says happiness is one whose job is a perfumer. Woe is one whose job is a tanner. The world cannot live without both Zecharim and Nekevas. But ashray mi shabanov Vi v'aylay mi shabanav Nekevas. And finally, the Masechta ends by saying when a person has Tyra under his belt, it lasts not only when he's young, but even when he gets older. As the Pasuk in Tehillim, Kapitel Tzadik Bez, says, They will bring forth fruit in his old age that are vigorous and fresh. Hadron Allah Masechta Kedushin. As we conclude Masechadah Kedushin and Seder Nashem, we should be Zecha B'Ezer Sashem to begin Seder Nazikin and complete other Masechadahs and Starim in the future.